Welcome to Back to Life, a podcast about living a more intentional and fulfilling life. I'm your host, Nicole Green. Join me each week as we slow down, maybe with a calm cup of tea, and we share conversations, tips, and resources for navigating this journey called life. Okay, let's get started. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, In today's episode, I am going to talk to you about making and keeping friends as an adult. And I am joined today with my good friend, Siobhan McClay, who is a licensed clinical social worker here. Thank you so much for joining me today, Siobhan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, and I'm really excited to kind of dig into this conversation about making friends as an adult and how sometimes it may seem more difficult or sometimes for some people less important to make, you know, those friends than it really is. So I'm really excited to explore this topic. So let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, so first and foremost, um, let's talk about this. Like friendships are really, really tough sometimes to form as an adult than when we were children but we don't realize it as adults because life happens you know and we're we're into our careers we're into our families or we just have other things you know going on but you know friendships are very very important to our mental as well as physical health and perhaps now more than ever would you agree with that absolutely i think they're crucial to all aspects of our health oh yeah So check this out. I was reading uh, the other day and it says that research has shown that a lack of friends is not only a common problem for today's adults, it may actually be killing us. Can you believe that? I really can't. (laughs) Yeah, but see, one study even found that not having enough friends or having a weak social circle is the same risk factor as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. I mean, really, 15? It blows my mind. It really, really does. Yeah, and you know, to add to this, Social isolation is also a risk factor for depression. I mean, you know, think about it. That's one of the symptoms Mm -hmm. of depression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, isolation just moves us further and further to that disconnect from relationships. And that just makes us spiral. It does. It does. Yeah. And so on the flip side, even if you're super healthy and you live to be 100, um, you've got to invest in friendships if you want to live a life of significance. Because study after study just shows that up to 70% of our overall well-being comes from our relationships. Do you have anything to say on that one? Well, I think with information like that, it makes me even more invested in investing, I guess, nurturing my relationships because I didn't realize it impacted that much of your overall well-being. Yeah. And so seriously, community matters and our intentionality within that community really matters. But it's not just on us. I mean, there's there's some reciprocity that needs to go on there. But I can tell you from my own experience, and you know, I've heard from many of my adult clients, is that it can definitely be a struggle to make and keep some good friends. But why don't we talk more about this? I think that there's a, you know, honestly, I think in the mental health community, there's this, or in the community period, there's a stigma around talking about your need for friends. I think as adults, we're expected to just kind of live our lives and to just do what we need to do and we don't need friends as much anymore but I think they're even more important if not as important um as having friends when you're kids 
Well, yeah, maybe it's because we blow it off and we don't want to worry about this kind of stuff when we're so busy with the mountain of tasks and, you know, priorities that come comes with being an adult, you know, right. um, like paying bills, putting food on the table, raising kids, taking care of your home, your family, advancing your career, things like that, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. And sleeping and exercising, <laughs> exactly. you know, that's kind of important, too. <laughs> right. You right. know, and even if you can imagine, you know, even if you can manage to squeeze that all in. Absolutely. But, you know, I get it. It makes sense that friends, you know, like from when we were kids, you know, you know, when we we're younger, you know, it was easier. You know, we're all in school in that structured environment. These are the people that you saw all year. You know, it's the same. You know, there was a lot of. Uh, a connection and then as we grow older and you know we become adults and we go different directions the world becomes a little bit larger <laughs> and you don't see the same people Absolutely. you really have to be intentional about that would you agree yeah and I think that part of the reason that it's so hard to make friends as adults is like you said when we're younger we're in we're in, we're in extracurricular activities we're in school we're you know um, doing these regular day-to-day -day activities and when it comes to adulthood I don't want to speak for other people but mm -hmm. quite often in my adult life it's been I go to work and I go home you know? <laughs> yeah. um, and if I see my friends it's it's a really concerted effort to see them because we have like you said we have lives we have families we have um, other things that are going on outside of our work life so it's mm -hmm. it's really hard to make adult friends and keep adult friends yeah and we want excuse me and and, and if you know um, there's an increasing loneliness and unhappiness in our society. You know, sometimes people think that I have um, thousands of friends online, so I'm popular, I'm this. But in, in fact, that also that, that tends to increase even more loneliness because I'm like, do you really talk to these men? <laughs> right. And I'm saying this from an introverted perspective, right. mind you, but right. I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like for us to be really intentional about the people that we spend our lives with, you know, or we share our lives with, it is so important. So what is it that we, what can we do about that? You know, what can we do about this? I mean, the, the question still remains, how can we invite healthy friendships? Because that's important. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> healthy friendships into our lives and maintain them, you know, without going crazy, sacrificing all these priorities and losing sleep. Mm -hmm. what, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I know we'll talk about a few options, but I think on a personal level, how to invite unhealthy... Well, <laughs> not unhealthy. Just kidding. Just kidding. How to invite healthy relationships into our lives. I, I like to think that, you know, I'm in my mid-30s and... I can have healthier friendships in my life because lots of therapy, <laughs> lots of self-exploration has taught me sure. how to have healthier relationships. And I, I think, you know, instead of how I was 20 years ago, I have more, more willingness and more bravery about explaining what my boundaries are so that I can have healthy friendships. Okay. So it's really about knowing yourself so that you Absolutely. can definitely be, you know, a better friend Correct. and invite better friendships into your life. Absolutely. So let's, let's talk about that. You know, let's, let's kind of give maybe some tips, sure. you know, some key tips inspired Okay, of course, inspires for some songs about <laughs> friendship, you know, uh, to get to get folks started on their path to, you know, some more meaningful and fulfilling uh, friendships at any age. Totally. Oh, and don't worry if you don't have a pen and paper nearby, you can find this information in the show notes. I'll make sure to put it there. So here we go. So let's think about this. Number one. You've got a friend in me. You know that. You know. You know that song from Toy Story. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm such a kid. But um, you know, take a moment. 
you know, and think about what a good and healthy friendship actually looks like for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I think, you know, sometimes we, we meet people and you're like, oh, that's my friend and that's my friend. But do we really know what does that look like for you? Because a lot of people, if you've never had healthy friendships or relationships, how would you even know what a healthy one looks like? It's sometimes it may just be, this is what it is. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, if you're surrounded by takers, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and you're the giver all the time. That's not, that's not a balanced friendship. Correct. Correct. So, so that I think that might be something helpful, you know, healthy friendships are not one sided. Right. Right. And, um, both people need to benefit from knowing each other. It can't just be this, okay, you're here for me and I'm not here for you. Right. <laughs> that's not okay. That's that not, okay. not a friendship. <laughs> no, no, not at all. A friend should be someone you choose to have in your life because he or she enriches that experience and allows, you know, you are, you are allowed each one of you to grow, you know, and change. True friendship, you know, it just doesn't change with the weather. It always tells the truth and brings out the best and has mutual respect. Absolutely. I think those are really some key factors to um, knowing that somebody, you have a friend mm-hmm. in me per se. Mm-hmm. What would you say? I agree with all of that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, it's interesting you said it doesn't change with whether I completely agree with that, but I also think it needs mm-hmm. to change with the times too. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I have great, I, I, I would, I can probably name two really, I guess three close friends that I have had since high school. And the reason we've been able to stay friends is because we've grown together. And I think that friendships can't be stagnant. Like you said, they can't oh, change with yeah. the weather, but they can't be stagnant at all no. um, because you're growing, they're growing. I think, like you said, um, it can't be one-sided. It absolutely can't be one-sided because like you said, it's not a friendship. Yeah. <laughs> and it just has to be, I think. It's my, a transaction. Yeah, it's a transaction. <laughs> I think my true blues are people who are just as excited about my success as I am about theirs. Yeah. And that's what I was saying about mm-hmm. the mutual respect. Yes, it's absolutely. kind of like, can you cheer someone on just as much as they're cheering for you regardless yes. you know what I mean mm-hmm. you really want to see the best for that mm-hmm. other person absolutely you know what it's basically boils down to everything we learned in kindergarten but we forgot along <laughs> right, the way right, right? <laughs> yeah and I think telling the truth I think um Personally, I need someone who's who feels comfortable mm-hmm. and able to call me on my stuff if I need to be called on it. <laughs> well, I can be the smartest, the most justified person in my life, but I need somebody to tell me about it. You need someone to, to say, girl, what are you doing? Right. It's okay. Like, you know better. Yeah, exactly. Now do better. Yeah. yeah. No, we all need that accountability yes. in mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's hard because we have wounds that haven't healed. Yes. And so yes. sometimes we take that as you're hurting my feelings right. and so you're not a friend right. and so at that point we have to really get to a point where that's that's where knowing yourself really comes absolutely. in comes into play absolutely so another thing a second thing um thank you for being a friend that is my show <laughs> the golden girls of course you know so one of those things you can do uh for friendships is reconnecting with old friends or rekindling those dormant friendships you yeah. know but Side note. Big butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. Side note is, there are some people, you know, let the dead stay dead. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? You don't need to resurrect certain certain friendships, especially if they weren't good for you. There's a reason why certain things go the way they go. Absolutely. You know, but there are some people that you meet and it's just kind of like you never reconnected or whatever. Mm-hmm. They may be of interest. You yeah. know what I mean? It might be worth trying to explore that because mm-hmm. maybe you're missing out on a really great relationship. Absolutely. You know, um, and that's one of the easiest and quickest ways to get more active, positive friendships, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, back into your life. You know, 
who so so a, i guess a question something to think about would be who do you think of often but rarely actually reach out to okay you know mm-hmm. some there are people who cross our mind mm-hmm. all the time you know um think about who do you miss connecting with or regret losing touch with mm-hmm. You never know. They could be thinking about you, you Absolutely. know? How many times you hear about people and they're like, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about you. Yeah. I'm so glad you called. We let's get together for coffee or for like, mm-hmm. whatever. It's just, it's a matter of intentionality. Absolutely. You know, think Absolutely. about who it is you actually want mm-hmm. in your life because not everybody you want in your life, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. You know, because one thing you can do is you can take a few minutes to send them a thoughtful text, email, message direct message you know on social media or something <laughs> or grab this you can even pick up the phone oh my goodness. i know <laughs> go figure you know and actually hear a person's a voice you know and call them you know it may take a little time and persistence mm-hmm. to reconnect with them but but keep at it and you know it could be worth the effort you mm-hmm. never know and if not well you know what you don't want mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one Absolutely. way to look at it you know and Sometimes it's easier with people you already have a history with, so the risk can be low, Mm -hmm. you know? But like I said, consider. (laughs) Don't just go like, oh yeah, I remember that person Mm -hmm. from 10th grade or whatever I need to, no, don't don't do that. Don't do that, don't do that. that. But I'm just saying, really think about, you know, just some of those people that you Mm -hmm. like to reconnect. Mm -hmm. What do you say about that? Yeah, I I think this is a really important one like you said, keep the, the old friends who need to be old friends as, as old friends. But I, I mean, personally, there's a woman who I was best friends with in the third grade and by no, no, you know, no arguments or anything like that. We just kind of lost touch. Um, and we got back in touch about five years ago and I'm so, so grateful for that. So thank you for Facebook, even though we all have different ideas about <laughs> social media. Yeah, she knows. I, I mean, I don't, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but because of just reaching out, we, you know, I'm the, I'm the godmother of her youngest son now, you know, and it's just, it's, it's been, she knows me more than any other friend I've ever had because we've been friends for a hundred years. Basically. Okay. So I think, I think that's the best question is who do you think of often, but don't reach out to see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so number three, why can't we be friends? Okay. So you know that making completely new friends as an adult can be a bit tricky. Yes. Because you don't know these people. <laughs> and you're just like, are you going to hurt me? You know right, what I mean? Right, do right. I really have the time to invest in you? But if you're an introvert like me, you know, we may have made a habit of shying away from really getting to know new people, even when we feel a strong connection or a potential for friendship. Yeah. I know that sometimes that's hard. Um, I know, like I said, like with us, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you and I click. Yeah. But it's like, it's oh, so scary. Can we be friends? Can we be friends? But, you know, I'm really, I'm really excited, you know, that, that, that we have a good friendship and Absolutely. that we're able to laugh and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that we both, both of us being introverts, being able to, to kind of be that intention. It's like, hey, let's get some coffee. Yes. Hey, let's do that. Let's be introverts together. Exactly. <laughs> and so this has really worked out for us. Yes, yes. And so, you know, it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's totally human nature to hesitate when it's time to put ourselves out there and be vulnerable with people. Mm -hmm. Of course, saying the word vulnerability, people just want to go, oh, that's okay. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. But as the saying goes, nothing ventured, nothing gained, you know? We need to make a point to find and join like new groups, 
attend events, volunteer at our favorite local, you know, nonprofit charities or go to new places where we can meet others who might share our interests. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things I think, you know, as far as finding new friends, as well as friends who share interests, mm -hmm. because if you start with um, some friends and they're just like, well, I'm not into that anymore. We'll find some other people who are into what you're into. Absolutely. Provided you're into healthy things. <laughs> just saying, just saying, just saying. Um, so, you know, if you have trouble finding what you're looking for, you know, start your own group. Mm -hmm. You know, what is that meetup? Mm -hmm. You know, you yeah, can do yeah, that. Absolutely. You know, create your own meetup. Mm -hmm. Do something that you know you can take the lead on. You know, and for for the control freaks out there, <laughs> I think that's a great idea because I can relate to that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's so much just waiting for you to explore. Mm -hmm. um, plus, not only you'll gain new friends, but you might get a new hobby or learn a new hobby or skill. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. And now last but far from least, number four, <laughs> that's what friends are for. Yay. Keep shining. <laughs> Keep smiling. Knowing you can always count on me. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to sing. Anyway, um, <laughs> you should. You no, should. That no, could be no. your new interest. <laughs> oh, pass. <laughs> but, um, you know, once you've reconnected with old friends or begun to develop new ones, the most important thing to do is to keep it going. Now, that can be the hard part. Very. What do you think? I mean, what, what helps you to kind of keep these, keep your friendships going? Well, I'm learning from this podcast myself. <laughs> I think that, um, yeah, I think even in the instance of our friendship is, you know, because we're both introverts, like, so yeah. it's not, it's not forcing myself, but sometimes I have to remind myself to just reach out, see how you're doing, because yeah. like, like you said, I'm an introvert and sometimes I'm really into my next Netflix show. So I've got to just reach yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, but I think that the most important thing is just keep it going. Um, I, I think about how important it is to me when people check in on me. So I make sure that I do the same thing and show that show interest and um, make an effort to see each other. Yeah, I think that's so important. You know, don't let the relationships gradually fade out of your life. Yes. Like last time, you know, <laughs> right. do whatever you have to do to maintain and nurture them. Mm -hmm. After all, you want to have great friends and you also want to be a good friend. Absolutely. No matter what stage of the friendship, it's important to remember that both rekindled and budding friendships or any other relationships for that matter, mm -hmm. it just needs to be nurtured. Mm -hmm. It's so important. Okay, and how you can do this is listen more, talk less. Mm -hmm. We talk too much. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we just talk too much. If somebody wants your advice, they'll ask for it. True. You know, but sometimes it's really important. Sometimes we just need to vent. Yeah. So just listen and try to be in tune with what somebody else needs mm -hmm. because it's not always about us. Mm -hmm. um, we can also know that sharing is caring. <laughs> Open up and be vulnerable. See, oh, there's that word, word. vulnerability. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you know, um, reciprocating vulnerability with your friends is just as important. And, you know, it's hard to open up to people who, d who don't do the same with us, mm -hmm. um, no matter how good of a listener they are. So when it's appropriate, you know, share your own experiences, thoughts, struggles, and triumphs with your friends because they want to know. They mm -hmm. care. Absolutely. And sharing is really what friendships is all about. Mm -hmm. And then also check in. And don't check out yeah. for too, not for too long. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you're proactively keeping in touch with your close circle of friends. Even if all you can manage to do is send them a text and just saying, I'm thinking of mm -hmm. you. 
it really does matter to just stay in touch and to just be intentional in that way to stay connected. Mm -hmm. If you stay connected, your friendship will stay connected Absolutely. instead of just like you said before earlier just stagnating mm -hmm. and that's not going to be helpful mm -hmm. at all you know what do you think i mean like what are some of the ways you can kind of check in you know you said that before you like when people do that maybe yeah. create a habit set a reminder yeah <laughs> <laughs> right. I know, we all have smartphones come on set a reminder look put yeah. it in people's birthdays mm -hmm. in your calendar mm -hmm. so at least you can kind of just say hey happy yeah. birthday yeah. you know so i have a i have a i don't want to say friend but she's an acquaintance uh -huh. who um sends a weekly thank you card and i really kind of want to start that myself i think that's lovely so it's how really? she yeah so it's how she reaches out to even if it's not a friend friend but she'll reach out to someone at least once a week and oh. it's how she stays connected to people and i think that's beautiful i really is I'm gonna, it okay. handwritten yeah oh my gosh okay. that's a new year's resolution <laughs> no i'm gonna do it or october resolution so it's gonna happen yeah <laughs> yeah I think no it's i think that's great yeah, it's beautiful yeah. <laughs> and whatever you do absolutely start now and keep at it each yes. day each mm -hmm. week each month mm -hmm. just just remember it's just worth it right um, okay, so there you have it. Now let's review and wrap up really quick. Okay. Here are the points that we covered today. Remember, number one, you are not alone in being alone. The struggle is definitely real. Definitely, yes. Two, make friendships a priority. They are an important key to your health and happiness in your life, and there's always hope. <laughs> and three, Take action. Start with the simple tips I just shared and you can review the complete list plus find links to more information and resources and my good friend Siobhan's website <laughs> um, in the show notes for this episode. So be sure to check out our next episode and until then, be well. Thanks again, Siobhan, for joining us today. Thanks so, so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Back to Life podcast. Be sure to click subscribe so that you'll continue to engage with our new Back to Life community. Oh, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at HeyThereNicoleGreen for more inspiration and tips on intentional living. Tune in next time on the Back to Life podcast as we discuss those relatable struggles of life with a dose of hope and healthy solutions. Until then, be well. <laughs>